it's lovely to see you all this sunny day. Today we're thinking a bit more about what it means to serve and we're looking uh, at two verses from Mark chapter 10, the passage which David preached from on Sunday. But before I begin, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the gift of this new day. Would you come by the power of your Holy Spirit and help us to become more like our servant King in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. The verse is from Mark chapter 10, verse 44 to 45, and it reads, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. I don't know what comes into your mind when you hear the word servant or service. Being a servant seems very contrary to the world's idea of success and not really something to strive for. Yet greatness in God's kingdom is shown by our serving others. It's not by our wealth, our beauty, our power, our reputation, but in God's kingdom, how we serve others. We were put on earth to make a contribution and we were created and shaped for serving God. As it says in 1 Corinthians 3, 5 and 6, we are simply God's servants. Each one of us does the work which the Lord gave him to do. I planted the seed, Apollos watered the plant, but it was God who made the plant grow. This morning, I think it's worth reminding ourselves that whenever we serve others in any way, we're actually serving God. And to push it further, it could even be said that we are only fully alive when we're serving others and discover the true meaning of our lives. Jesus didn't call us to be a servant without being a servant himself, as we heard yesterday when thinking about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Jesus possessed great power, but he used the power to serve people. There is something very powerful, I think, about seeing people in authority serving others. I still remember at Joshua's first parents' evening here in Bath on a very dark, wet February night, seeing the head on car park duty, absolutely soaked to the skin. The head's willingness to serve doing a menial and unglamorous task revealed a lot about his leadership to me. When thinking about how we serve God, we need to focus on what we can bring rather than worry about our lack of ability or envy the ability of others. God deliberately shaped you and formed you to serve in a way that makes your contribution unique. 
each of us has a role to play in the body of Christ and every role, every role is important. Some service is more visible and some is behind the scenes. But it's really important to remember there is no insignificant service in the church. I love the picture of a house with an impressive chandelier hanging in the hallway. But actually, the most important light in the house is the tiny night light which stops you stubbing your toe in the middle of the night. The small unseen rather than the big visible. Rick Warren, in his book, The Purpose Driven Life, says, you're not saved by service, but you are saved for service. For Christians, service isn't optional, not something to be added onto our diary if we can squeeze it in. Warren reminds us that service is the heart of the Christian life. And I find that a big challenge. I often find it easy to think why, think of reasons why I can't serve in a particular circumstance. Maybe the same is true for you. Here's another quote which I found helpful from The Purpose Driven Life. Abraham was old. Jacob was insecure. Leah mm, was unattractive. Joseph was abused. Moses stuttered. Gideon was poor. Samson was codependent. Rahab was immoral. David had an affair and all kinds of family problems. Elijah was suicidal. Jeremiah was depressed. Jonah was reluctant. Naomi was a widow. John the Baptist was eccentric to say the least. Peter was impulsive and hot-tempered. Martha worried a lot. The Samaritan woman had several failed marriages. Zacchaeus was unpopular. Thomas had doubts. And Timothy, he was timid. That list covers a lot of possible excuses for reasons why God might not use those people. But God did use them in his service. And he will even use us if we are willing and prepared to step out and try. Let's just take a moment now for each of us to reflect on ways in which God may be prompting us to serve others. Both now in this season that we're in, which is strange and also looking to the future, looking in whatever season of life we're in. Let's just take it a moment or two. Allow the Holy Spirit to just work in you, thinking, what might it be, Lord, for this season?
I'd like to conclude with John Wesley's quote on serving. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, for as long as you can. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that you have shaped each of us for serving you in a unique way. Holy Spirit, would you help us to see where and how we can serve you this day and this week? We offer ourselves to you afresh this day and pray that you would use us for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen.